Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 89th time, I am Nacho Flacco. This is Nacho Flacco, the podcast. It's over, folks. It's over. Season one of Nacho Flacco, the podcast has has finished. I'm uh, um, I don't know what to feel. I'm so stoked we've made it this far. I'll tell you that. That's um 89 episodes this is uh we're gonna hit 100 in what two three months so um god just anyway thank you for sticking this out with this and and uh this is our super bowl episode and we start the off-season pods next week so um probably be getting a little more structured in in what we're talking about a little bit more uh um, probably doing a little bit more debate type stuff and, and staking out, you know, top 10 lists and stuff like that and having some fun with that. So, um, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm thankful I started this by myself, of uh, last like April, I feel like, and, and was just doing like 20, 30 minutes and would pick a couple topics and get questions from you guys. And it was just a way to fill in on the pandemic. And I can't believe the pandemic is still fucking going. The quarantines are still going. And, but so is the podcast. So, um, anyways, it's been a very, very, very fun season. And I'm so glad that, that, I did this and I'm so grateful for Trevor and Doug to come on the pod and, and be a part of it and be a, and be a significant part of it. And, and sometimes the most significant part of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is fun. This is fun. I'm really, I've got, <clears throat> I got high hopes for, for the off season, high hopes for next season and looking forward to, having more of you guys join us so um without further ado oh and trevor's hockey corner you know i think we 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 worked on the technical difficulties so um i think it'll be right this time um anyways after the goat not joe and the boys well i got the boys here and uh on a week that has it's, it's obviously there are no more games left and everybody is tied for first. The Pro Bowl's a oh. game. There's no Pro Bowl left. Oh. Yeah, uh, they usually play it the week before, but they didn't do it this year. Yeah, they did a Madden Pro Bowl this year. Yeah, there's oh, no right. Pro Bowl wow. last week. There's not one next week either, bud. 
Yeah. And I, and, I, and I wouldn't watch it any damn way. I'm in touch. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Unless they were like, <laughs> I like the dodgeball stuff. Yeah, I'm fine. I'd like that. <laughs> if yeah, I would this. rather, I would rather them just do a event for event copy of the NBA All Star Game Skills Challenge than NHL anything does the same else. Thing. Right. No, I mean like literally, I want to see an NFL wide receiver dunk contest. Oh, I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to see them doing NFL stuff. I want them doing a dunk contest. I want them doing a three point. I want an offensive lineman three point competition. Do you Even remember better. that? Do you remember Even that better. like um, like other sport con dunk contest they used to do like back in the mid nineties? Yeah, like Barry Sanders was in it, and like Willie Rofe, like an offensive lineman, was in there like dunking like at six five, three hundred and forty pounds. That's exactly what they should be doing. But it was like athletes from all these other sports. There was like, you know, Olympians and all these other dudes in it. But I I can only remember the football guys. (laughs) That's when these guys weren't getting paid thirty-five million dollars a season. Yeah, they offered them ten they offered them ten grand to do it and they did. Yeah. But yeah, there's one of Barry Sanders doing a um a dunk contest, I think, that's fantastic. That's rad. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know about that. But you know what would be even cooler and, and maybe more entertaining? You know, the, the NHL also does an all-star weekend with a skills competition. Save it for the end. Yeah, we got the hockey corner. I, like, we've carved out 10, 15, 20 minutes every week for you at the end. <laughs> well, I mean, you owe me a couple weeks. This, this stupid mic keeps cutting off. But no, seriously, how about NFL players on hockey skates? I mean, that would be fucking gold. I want them to. I want. I want to have a season next year. It's like I guess. A, I, guess uh, I guess that's true. So, I mean, to, this week marked a. There's a turning point in my meme career now, um, but this was the first week I've ever seen my own memes in my personal Twitter feed. Like I don't. I don't follow myself on on the Twitter machine. And it's the first time I've seen my memes make it from Instagram to my personal Twitter account. And, uh, I, you know, I, I don't think there's any going back from that. Who's the link? What was the magic link? Did someone like it or? Um, yeah, well, the, um, our, my favorite 49ers account reposted my, uh, meme about the Super Bowl being the, the only game this year with two quarterbacks that aren't involved in 49er trade rumors. So yeah. he, he reposted that on Instagram and on Twitter. Nice. Um, and then my one about, um, God, I, I, I wish I could feel sympathy for chiefs fans, but something's holding me back with Bosa yeah, getting help. That was good. Yeah, that was that's, really good. That's everywhere on Niners pages. That's just everywhere. Um, and uh, anyway, so like I've, those two memes popped up in my in my Twitter feed, personal Twitter feed, which is just like comedians, 49ers and politics. Just those three things. So Talk about politics. Talk about politics. Um, <laughs> well, that's, funny. that's good. I like yeah. to hear that. So, no, it was, it, it's a milestone, I feel like. I think I showed you Rex Chapman liked one of my. Uh, responses to one of his things but then he deleted it <laughs> <laughs> you did yeah the 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 moth with the boobs or the bee with the boobs 
Yep. Yeah. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. I don't know why he deleted it. That son of a bitch. You stole um, your stole your glory. But yeah, so yeah, I don't think uh, Niners fans or Browns fans have any sympathy for uh, Chiefs fans complaining about penalties. If you want nope. to talk about that, nope. Um, I mean, I thought there were a couple calls that could have gone either way, and they just didn't go the Chiefs' way. I don't think they were like blatantly missed calls or bad calls. Yeah, I mean, there, I think that yeah, there were there were definitely some questionable calls. There were definitely some kind of ticky tacky calls, and uh, yeah. especially some, some PI stuff. But that was a route. And I don't think they mattered. I don't think those were pivotal penalties. I don't think they completely caused. I mean, that was an absolute route. Yeah. So I, I mean, concur. that that was as bad an ass kicking of an offensive line. Granted, they're down three offensive linemen from last year's Super Bowl team and two starters from this year, including both tackles. Which, yeah, like that. Yeah, not an advantage. Not an advantage. But, like, Andy Reid got his ass kicked. I mean, to not have anything – to not be able to counter any of that with screens or draws or quick passes or anything. Like, they couldn't get anything going. Like, right. Andy Reid got his well, ass kicked. Well, dude, they didn't even – they weren't even, like, having guys help those backup offensive linemen. Kansas City used five-man protection on 92% of their dropbacks, 48 out of 52. They yeah, and I think backup and, offensive tackles with no help against a very good defensive line. And I think Mahomes got pressured on like 50-something percent of his dropbacks. So it's like those two numbers are directly fucking correlated. Yeah, right, but also – Did you see that? He scrambled for 497 yards on dropbacks and sacks. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Nice. It's bananas. But I mean, it's almost counterintuitive because the whole game plan against Mahomes is not, not sending people. Right. You, 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 you get trapped when you send four. And that was kind of a lot of people playing, but I, you know, Kansas city, I've been saying, I think we've been saying it all year. They've been in close games that they shouldn't have been in. And it's almost, almost like they forgot how to turn it on. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think I think what we were – I think our mistake was – or I don't know. They were missing the two fucking offense, starting offensive tackles. Like, this game's completely different if they do that. But um, to your point, Trevor, I think there's, there's definitely some, like, we were all expecting them to turn it on, and maybe they just couldn't. Yeah. I mean, it was evident. That was – you think something coming out of halftime, you think, you know, there's going to be some adjustments, some changes and nothing. They were flat the entire game. There was not one point when I was like, all right, here it is. Oh, and like first downs to Kelsey, right? Like that was it. And Kelsey dropped one. I Kelsey dropped one and they took a shot of him with like his helmet off. And he had that look on his face that like boxers get when they just know yeah. they're not going to, this is, they're just not going to win yeah. this one and they've got to keep going out there because like the other guy's not going to knock them out, but there's no way they're fucking winning the fight. Right. But all those moments, you know, and I feel like Mahomes and the chiefs have, have those moments every game. They have that big play, that big scramble, you know, something to kind of juice it up. Every time they had that opportunity, it hit some guy in the fucking face mask and he dropped the ball. Yeah. yeah. Tyreek Hill had a big drop too. 
Yeah, he it hit that, him in the that face. Was, mask. That was like right, you know, by the goal line. Could have been a touchdown, and he just dropped it. And then you saw Patrick Mahomes. You saw his Mahomes heart absolutely break, and his body, everything. He was sitting on the ground. He's like, "What?" I forget who it was, but dropped it basically right on. It was the, you know, they were on. They had to get to the two for a first down. Hit the guy, went right through his hands and hit him right in the face mask and bounced away. That was the, that was the one where he that was the one where he like was diving to his right and right right yeah no, he, he was like parallel to the ground yeah the gr- 30 ba- yards basically the and the, the only reason it only went 30 yards is because it hit the guy in the face mask i mean that would have sailed through the back of the end that was a 40 45 right. yard throw yeah. that right. was only stopped by his own teammates fucking face mask on the goal right. line and those plays get made nine times out of ten on that team and i think that they you know they then they pan to him and his look on his face like oh one how did he not catch that he you know he went through ungodly measures to get that ball away and it was a perfect ball where only he could catch it hits him in the face mask that hasn't happened very much to him yeah no yeah i mean this was this was uh mahomes was the only bright spot on that team yeah i mean kelsey he did finish with yeah okay 130 yards or something Sure. Uh, he still had, you know, he still did his thing, but yeah, nobody else really. That offensive line looks, they look bad. They looked like three backups, like you said, were playing. But yeah, I, I just don't understand why no help from a tight end or running back to help those guys out. Doesn't make sense. Well, Kelsey, Kelsey was the only guy that was getting open. Like, yeah, it's. But you know the the not to get into the Niners stuff too early, but like <laughs> Sh- Shanahan, Shanahan makes that adjustment. He made that adjustment all throughout 2019 because the Niners' offensive line wasn't great in pass protection, and Kittle on on really big passing plays. Um, you know, there's a couple of third and sixteen, the third and longs against the Rams, where Kittle was kept into block, and because it was more important to keep your quarterback upright than it was to have your best receiver out in the, in the, in the field. And like that, you know, and Jimmy made those plays because he had the time to make the throw. Like they probably could have, you know, like sacrifice Kittle or run some two tight end stuff or something, but yeah, there was just very little adjustment. It looked like it looked like they were too confident. And then by the time it was over, it was over, right? They didn't they didn't even realize that they 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 couldn't turn it on anymore. They were so buried. And yeah. it just kept that, that defense was just, you know, full head of steam all game. You have to give it to that defense. They're the oh. absolute MVP of that game, hundred percent. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Devin I mean, White is a monster. Good for Tom Brady, but that defense, the line, their linebackers, I mean, they're secondary on every level. They played great and and I think you will see a draft trend this year, offensive linemen, speedy linebackers. It's a copycat league, and those two linebackers for Tampa Bay played amazing and are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was impressive. They hadn't – what was – I saw some stat on the screen that that was the biggest – it's the biggest loss of Mahomes' career. Since, yeah, he's the, not- since the Iowa State game, but it's the only time he's – it's the only time in his career he's been held to single digits. And right. lost by double digits. First time he's right. lost by double digits in the NFL, for sure. Yeah. That's yeah. Cr- that's crazy just to think about that. But well, the, the most that they'd ever lost by was like nine there. points. 
Yeah, both of his playoff losses are to Tom Brady. It happens. It's, it's happened to a lot of people. This is why they make trilogies. I mean, you know, we can segue into Tom Brady, but it's pretty obscene that that guy's career. I think I think you know, breaking the two is an obvious slam dunk for two Hall of Fame careers, but I think it's arguably three, like we talked about seven. Right? He's he's separated himself from the Patriots and from Belichick. It's not the Patriot way. It was the Brady way, right? Like it's just reiterating things that have been said, but that's what you do. That, that he, he proved that he is the greatest of all time, 100%, because he did it without Belichick and the Patriots. So yeah. let, me, let, let me just – there's a couple things I would like to just get out there. Even as big a Brady fan as I am. I'm not um, even a Brady fan. You just have to give it to him. And, yes, that was a stack team, and he came into it and, he, and went and recruited everyone that he wanted to and – yeah, so, so that's so that's part that's part of the, that's part of my point here is that like right. one of the themes from this game has been oh my god Brady took a seven and nine team and won the Super Bowl with them and they act like you know Fournette scored Antonio no, that, that Brown scored Gronk scored twice everybody who's not on that team last year everybody who scored was not on that team last year so it's like. Right. Let's just and plus you've got the offensive linemen, you've got like the, the the you know Antoine Winfield Jr. Like they this is not the same team that Jameis Winston was was quarterbacking last year by any means. Now, would all of those guys have you know Gronk doesn't show up, A B doesn't show up, they probably don't even bother with Fournette if not for Brady. Sure. But like let's just not fucking let's just not say that we can't say that the talent around him is the exact same talent that was around. No, I, I don't think anybody is, but but I mean to to more to your point than I think you're making. That team was very well set up for him, even even when he's going in there, even before those other guys come in, those other puzzle pieces fall into place. That was an extraordinarily talented team. Yeah, I mean, dude, you could fucking put. Anybody on that team. <laughs> they were and, yeah. And him going good. to that team, him going to that team and the people that went along with him, arguably none of those guys go to that team without him. Like you just said, right. That's what made that, you know, that's what yep. makes that team and that win. Like that was Tom Brady and that's, that's it. So the second point I would make about Brady and are not even arguably the goat, just the goat, the greatest of all time, but this is now back-to-back Super Bowls where, the other team hasn't scored a touchdown against him. That yeah. makes things easier too. Sure. Like he's, it's um, uh, but this is the third MVP. A, this is the third MVP quarterback, either former or from the same season, that he's beaten in the Super Bowl. And uh, you know that's he's he's smart. He had his choice about where to go and, and how to build it. Right. And knowing that the defense was going to have to, he's not going to be able to carry the entire team. And the defense was a huge component of this. I mean, it's all set up. If the, here's the, here's the thing. Cause he wanted part of, he wanted to go to the Niners. That was like one of the teams that he was like barking, you know, kind of barking up that tree. And I'm sitting here wondering, as it just occurred to me, if the Niners lose in the playoffs last year, as opposed to in the Super Bowl. Is Tom Brady a 49er this season? But could the Niners just the Niners just couldn't swap quarterbacks 
right after fucking making it, you know, being 10 minutes away from winning the Super Bowl. I, like, I'll maybe, maybe he does it next year, right? Maybe he goes, okay, I did it with this team. Maybe he does LeBron bullshit, right? Just start getting one with every team. Yeah. I, like, I mean, well, ev- I'm, I'm going to bring my boys with me. Eventually he'll get old. Eventually. It's going to happen. One more. Yeah. He'll do one more if he doesn't win. I think, I think he's got one. You, do you think he's going to 45? I mean, he'd be dumb to leave his situation right now. They have yeah, a they stacked offense and a stacked defense. Yeah, they could they, win again. They just time. need to keep, you know, they just need to draft offensive linemen, and they're fucking and a, fine. <laughs> and a really good coaching staff, too. Yeah. Like a very good coaching staff. You have, what, three ex-head coaches as coordinators? No. Bowles? 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 Spags? No, I guess Spags yeah, is on the Chiefs. Spags is the Chiefs. DC. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, never mind. But it's just it's um uh it's yeah, just I mean, bowls. But then left which is, is great. Yeah, left left which is uh you know he. How do they not show in that whole Super Bowl? How do they not show his being carried off the field game? Him limping, him with a broken leg, driving 80 yards to win a game. How do they not show that? Because it was the Super Bowl, and he was. <laughs> it's all that story. Wasn't that yeah. at Marshall? Yeah, Marshall. Or was that in the pros? No, it was that Marshall. Was Marshall, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're Damn, talking. We're what. talking Marshall, right? Not the pros. Yeah. Marshall. Yeah. Yes. Talking Marshall. Um, Greenway. Can we? I can't believe. Uh, I mean, I mean, right, I, guess I can. I can't Thunder believe hurt. the Jets got rid of Todd Bowles for Adam Gase after watching that game. Good move, Jets. Jets. Because yep. the Jets, the Jets do Jet stuff. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, we've we've seen we've seen Todd Bowles coach teams. I mean, they're not. Some guys are just not meant to be head coaches. Like, we've seen them coach yeah. the Jets. Who else he coached? There's a lot of guys who went. There's a lot of guys who went to being head coaches that couldn't cut it back to coordinators and won. You know? Yeah, I mean, like North like, North North Turner, um, Scott Linehan for the Yankees. Sometimes you you know you, you get the you get the, the best guys in the league and they come pitch to the Yankees and they suck. They go leave, they want to sell you on. It happens. Yeah. Uh, it's that time Todd. of the podcast, huh? Todd Bowles. That defense. <laughs> the um my fucking dog barking upstairs. The um yeah, I I, there's nothing no. else from this game, really. No, it was a wholly, un, un, you know, not very entertaining game. Super, I wouldn't say it's anticlimactic because there's all the Brady stuff you get to watch, and that's the whole thing. Once you kind of realize it's over, it's like, wow, this is all Brady. Like, wow, well, you know, but the game itself sucked. It, I yeah. wouldn't say it sucked. I would not say it sucked. It was a dominating game by, by a very good team. It was a one-sided of, of, affair. Of another very good team. It was not as entertaining as you would like it to be. It wasn't the, the shootout, you know, uh, 45 second to go drive to win a game kind of thing I think we we're all expecting um, I think it also but, showed that it's hard to win back to back championships yeah <clears throat> it hasn't been done in almost 20 years I think the Chiefs looked worn down a little bit obviously they had the injuries but they also yeah they, they, they looked not sluggish look, uh, they looked like a defeated boxer like you said yeah they did, they did not have uh, much of a spark at all No sir. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like just like the halftime show it was just it was great. You know, great team, great artists. Not necessarily the best format we we could see them in. 
Yeah, how about how about Tom Brady goes through Mahomes, Breeze, and Aaron Rodgers, and then this Tyler Heineke guy's the best guy, you know, had the best yeah. staff against him. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. That was good. But I mean, like, was getting through Breeze that tough? Like, no, this, but like, he's he's a big name you can throw out there. Yeah, it's like. Well, they had what they had got, but they had gotten brutalized by that team earlier in the season. So yeah, that that was a big win. That's like when I was like, it's like when I had the Porsche, except it was a 2004 Cayenne. Like, sure. Yeah. But you're still driving a Porsche. Right. Yeah. You can say I drive a Porsche. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, the key looks nice, but. Sure. That's about it. Yeah. It's yeah, like. Make sure you go- <clears throat> it was like, I used to tell people when I, like when I had the, when I had the hoopty when I had the Buick and the, and the Porsche, I'm like. I'm like, so what if I, I'd, I'd sit there and be like, what if I told you I'd give you your choice of either the Buick or the Porsche? Which one are you picking? <laughs> it is, yeah, this is a cool set of keys to throw down on a conference table, you know? Oh, yeah. This cool. The, um, so the awards came out. I mean, like, I don't have anything more to say about this game. The game was like, I, okay, other than I think, can we agree that uh, the Mayo comp- Hellman's could not have picked a better spokesperson than Amy Schumer? Gosh, she is a bottle of Mayo on two feet. Like warm Mayo. As someone Ugh. who enjoys Mayo as a condiment, I was highly offended that Amy Schumer was chosen to represent my favorite condiment. Eh, it makes sense to me, though. She, You are right. She's perfect yeah, for that no, substance. Does, does. Uh, those commercials were fucking whack too, but uh, you get it. Yeah, I mean the only thing I liked was the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer. That was pretty cool. Fuck, there was a I do I gotta watch that. I gotta find that. I did not see the I problem was, with me is that I've got my head down fucking making a meme every single time there's a fucking commercial on. There was a, another trailer. What was it? it was some uh, kind of sequel. Coming to America. No, with that, that was cool too. Definitely want to see that, of course. Yeah. Boogity, 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 what? Um, you seem like a Fast and Furious guy. There was a Fast and Furious trailer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a Fast and the Furious guy. And if you say that you're not, I have a hard time believing it. <laughs> Come on, we're uh, adults. There was, an, there was an M. Night Shyamalan movie trailer that looked weird. Yeah, there was that one too. That was well, it's, just called, it's just called Old, right? Yes. You go to the beach and you get old. Yeah. It's like they're dead or something. (gasps) Is that the is that the twist at the end? Wink. I see dead people. (laughs) No, I uh the only I think the only the most memorable commercial for me was just Schumer. Was was Schumer and I actually only saw I saw it afterwards because I think you said something about it. Yeah, I memed about it. I yeah, said, like, what could make this game harder to watch? And then a fucking Mayo brand. And then just a picture of Amy Schumer. Did, uh, <clears throat> what about the Bruce Springsteen commercial? That, that one hit home for you guys? Fucking Ugh. sell out. Oh, God. <laughs> sell out. Uh, what, is, I, I what, 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 what does he need money? Come on. Uh, that's, how money? You, that's how you Jeep? kill, like, grassroots smoke. Yeah. You, you kill grassroots movements by making them popular. Are you talking about Bruce yeah. or the Jeeps? It's just the whole message. 
<laughs> the, the the unity and the wokeness stuff is like it's great like it, it comes from a great place and yes we want that absolutely but like the more you push it with popular culture the the more it dies people get over it like they get over stupid things because people are stupid and they I suck i don't know everybody though everybody that would have hated that commercial probably thinks born in the usa is not what is not about what it's about like sure like there's, and they, there's, they, they missed it yeah yeah like so yeah. the most exciting thing might have been the the streaker yeah. uh, you know did you what, guys they, see like, that i did yeah, they got them they got them on during the game like usually they're very good about switching right away so they, the guy doesn't yeah. get any screen time but they showed him a couple times well i just read that this is there good. was the bat did you see yeah. this yeah that, yeah yeah that, uh, supposedly this guy put 50 grand on himself that there would be a streaker and it was plus 750 so i can't do math but that guy might have made just a, you know he might have paid, made enough money to pay his you know legal fees and make some bread and then some yeah so the um the little blurb or whatever said it would cost him a thousand bucks to bail himself out so and he made three hundred seventy-five thousand. so <laughs> aren't, aren't aren't most depending on where he placed that bet aren't they gonna find out about that and not honor it I don't know. It depends on is, that. A bet's a bet, man. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, if you do that, in, if you do in Vegas, you fix something like that. Then there's there are ways that they cannot pay you if it's fixed. It's not like it's not like there wasn't a defense. It's not like he didn't have to like still get past security. Yeah. It's it's not like he paid off security to get him through. That'd be that would be it the just, other way to collect. It, it feel it just feels like you know throwing a game. I don't think it just, it just feels that way. I would love it to be true. Yeah, I, I don't think don't it's true either. Think it's true. But somebody would have thought of I that. I hope that it way. is. I mean, it was obviously premeditated because he had the adult website bikini on. Yeah. So right. would it right. be that crazy for it to be for him to have also be like, hey, if I'm gonna do this, I might as well get paid on both ends? Yeah. Premeditated. Sure. So planned, but yes, and then also. Um, let, I will shit. let's just say this he had a better game plan than Andy Reid did yeah oh can yeah, we, he uh, saw, can we he saw the end zone one on more Eric time the great coach that's never get tired or is it all Andy Reid I mean you know it, if I'm Eric Bieniemy, dude I'm I'm trying to finish out my contract and go somewhere where I get to call plays and at what and I was having this thought the other day just kind of thinking about it's like how selfish is Andy Reid at this point to still be calling his own plays like is this is this the best thing he could be doing for for the team at this point I mean I'm, I know he's one of the best play callers in the history of the game but like if at this point in his career is it entirely nece- like entirely necessary to have to still be calling his own plays if he trusts the enemy so much. And if the one thing holding the enemy back supposedly is that he's not calling plays like it's, it's not a democracy. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah not... I, don't, I don't know, man. I think it's, I think, uh, I mean, he's pretty old. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, the enemy's contract is up, right? So if he wants to go somewhere, he can go. I think, yeah, but not, but not as a head coach. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so, I mean, like not that, that team's not done. Play that, caller. that team's not done. You're going to see them. You know, I, I would a, a rematch could happen. That would be very cool to see. 
I I've got a yeah. different I've got a different rematch in mind. <laughs> Bet you do. Bet you do. Yeah. I got a so how about- the only other thing that didn't like kind of happen on the field was all the memes I saw of Tony Romo like with the pee stain. Did you guys see that one? Didn't yeah, I, I, I like I saw the link, but I didn't actually like check I mean, it out. That's happened to me multiple times. Yeah, he got the like, little quarter piece spot stain and everybody was yeah. calling it out. Yeah, he just he just like he, quarter he, size. He needed a wiggle like one more time. And he yeah. probably had to get back on camera. Yeah, exactly. I am like, yeah, they're shooting from the waist up anyway. There's no reason I should see this. Nope. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> it's just it's just you know, it's another wardrobe malfunction. Gotcha, you know. bitch. So yeah, the commercials, the pee stain, and the streaker. I mean, those were more entertaining than the game. Right, right. On a more um, somber note, uh, the the baseball guy from ESPN. Yeah. What's Pedro Gomez? Yeah, Pedro Gomez. Did we? Fifty-eight years old. I don't know. Yeah, what was it from? I didn't see what it it was. They just said suddenly. So I haven't heard. Yeah. Got to be a heart attack, right? Something like that. You, you would assume if it's a sudden thing like that, unless it was some brain aneurysm, some shit, like a yeah. blood clot, some shit like that. And that's yeah, and that's, that's a sad. that's just hairy to die on Super Bowl Sunday, because I think I think he passed away in the morning, right? And they didn't say anything about it until I think Scott Van Pelt did it, um, on Sports Center afterwards. Sheesh. The, yeah, the, that was rough. The output. The stories from him are are phenomenal yeah trevor i know you're not on twitter but like there's this there's there's one story about he would make a habit of the the corks is that what you're talking about yeah yeah that was i was reading about that too that was uh like to multiple multiple people you keep going but yeah so he so he you know he's he's a he's a national baseball presence right and reporter and journalist (laughs) and everything and and it's like him and kirchin Right? As like such, as such, he gets access. You know, he's in the locker room when these teams are celebrating, you know, World yeah. Series, and he will. He made it a habit of collecting champagne corks, and then giving them to people that were fans of the team, like throughout the, like he oh, was just wow. kind of he would just keep one on him, like a fucking coin or something, and then like would like give them out to. You know, maybe he's got a buddy who was a big Cubs fan, or a. How, or how a, fucking cool is that? That is but, that is that's legendary. Yeah, and just a um, I can't stop reading the little blurbs about him because they're all different. Like, yeah, they're all just like they're like, dude, this guy is a thoughtful fucking guy who realized his his uh, um, they had to forge. They had to get it because his parents were cute, or he's Cuban. His parents Cuban, were yeah. Cuban. He was conceived in Cuba, and his parents had to get a doctor to forge a note saying that his mom was only six months pregnant because you can't fly at eight months pregnant. And they were able to get out of Cuba, and he was born in in uh, Miami. And uh, so it's like just kind of one of those things where you know if they don't find the doctor to forge the thing, we never know who the guy is, and he's just a old guy who loves baseball in cuba um, and his son is like a minor league pitcher i think for the red sox I yeah, about yeah. That too. yeah yeah i saw i saw a photo i saw a little blurb how he was so stoked when the guy when the first time his son hit 90 miles an hour it's like dude that fuck man and 58 yeah. dude that's like shit i turned 40 this year and 58 it's just that's just too young 
Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah, too fucking young. Like I so much, that, so that, much more. That feels like a, that would have felt like a full life to me 20 years ago, but fuck man, that's, uh, that's not enough. That's nope. Not, just fucking sad. <sighs> RIP Pedro. Yeah. Um, so two, two things about Russell Wilson. Okay. One, um, didn't get an MVP vote. Not a robbed. <laughs> robbed. And so because of that, I'll be withholding my MVP ballot uh, again next year. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna boycott MVP voting until somebody else does their work. I mean, I put nine weeks of my life into that and this is how it turns out. So, you know, I'll, I'll be okay. Um, I but got the, no word to talk about. Uh, he, he did get the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, which, you know, is is an award, I guess. Sure. <laughs> That's an award. It's a thing. For um, what? Walter for Payton what? was a saint. Saying brother a lot? Like, what the fuck? Fuck that guy. He's, he's, uh, he does stuff. He's got a charity. I don't know. Church guy. He's a, he's a church guy. Um, but uh, it uh, Schefter or somebody it started popping up everywhere that uh, after being sacked almost 400 times in the last nine years or so, he's over it. And he's starting to get a little frustrated with the Seahawks not being able to protect him. And you know what? I, 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 I'm with him. You know, I, I feel terribly for him. I think that he should probably force a trade. You know, I think. To, to, to where, where do you think, where do you think you'd go? Anywhere. It's fine. Just, you know, I think somewhere like, I mean, the NFC East, he'd be the best QB in the division. You know, I think that'd be a good spot for him. Um, Anywhere that's not the NFC West would be just, fantastic that'd be funny i mean i mean the the roulette that we have to look forward to this season is quite exciting the yeah, quarterback like, roulette it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be it awesome. will be it will be speaking of falls back to the bears that's is that a rumor falls back to the eagles is a rumor oh that's right that's right that's right that's what i'm sorry he is on the bears yeah, yeah. falls to the to the eagles well, Wentz is supposed to get traded any date now right that's been like that for they've been saying that for a week yeah, I don't think they were going to trade him before the. I don't think they were going to trade him two days before the Super Bowl. They would have fucking. They would have held off on that bit of breaking yeah. news. But oh, man, how about Stefanski, Coach of the Year? That's yeah. that's pretty rad. I forgot about that. Congrats, Doug. That's really cool. Yeah. And then the other thing from the award show, somebody did not vote for Alex Smith for Comeback Player of the Year. Did you see that? He got forty nine out of fifty votes. The other vote was for Ben Roethlisberger. I think I think Big Ben got Big Ben got robbed. All right, let's just say it. Big Ben got robbed. It's a that that some young girl got robbed of her dignity from that that that, stall. That comeback comeback player of the year is a political award, and nobody deserved it more than Ben Roethlisberger for having a surgery or something. Yeah, it's like it's like they 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 made a point of you know locking him in a bathroom and and not letting people vote for him dude yeah who's like somebody needs to put their name on it i want to know who did this who voted <laughs> seriously 
no Seriously, yeah step all, all up dude. Aside, who, yeah, yeah who, who is that person i would love i would love to know who is that would, sack of shit yeah because well, then this fuck. was this so so last year's award went to ryan Tannehill, who was not coming off an injury yeah and was only playing for the dolphins and backing up marcus <laughs> mariotta <laughs> Um, when Jimmy G fucking threw for damn near 4,000 yards and 29 touchdowns coming off an ACL injury, but Jimmy didn't get any fucking votes or something. Political how? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Suckers. So what, what's, uh, I hear a, a birdie that I heard said that the Carolina Panthers are pretty much the front runners for Deshaun Watson. Are we do we need a petition to stop that? Is that where we're going with this? Uh, they, they, they apparently someone who you know works in the industry in the agent industry says that that is uh, that's probably the most the the most favorite spot at the moment. Well, the Texans are saying they're not going to trade them publicly. Oh well, yeah, um, but again, I keep going back to the Jets because they have the most capital. Like I, I, I'm still on board. I'm completely on board with him forcing his way out or them keeping him. But I have no, I don't understand the Texans' incentive to trade him. I just, yeah. I no, just it doesn't don't. make sense. But, but I mean, I don't know. It's the whole thing about keeping somebody who's unhappy. Like they're just not going to give you everything. Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you just gotta like, you've got, you've got to try and win like you got to give them the whole like hey give us a year if you don't like what we're doing we'll trade you next year kind of thing like but like they're i don't know i don't know i mean it, his value is high you know he just led the yeah. league in he just led the league in passing it's not like his his but value is that is that not more valuable a player who doesn't want to play for you to trade him away for an obscene amount of draft picks to rebuild the team the way you want it with people who listen it's not about fucking it's it's not about the listening thing it's a it's, it's you, but you know you know what i mean you know what i mean like like to that organization people that drink the kool-aid people that abide because that's that's the whole situation there yeah but i mean like what message are you sending to you you've got two messages that you're sending one you're sending a message to everybody else on the team that we're not trying to be competitive this year because we just traded our best player then the other, and that's just that's terrible for culture. And then the other thing you're you're telling him is that, um, you know, even if you do get to be a top five seven quarterback in the league, that ownership's not going to respect you enough to include you on some of the things that they said. They're not going to hold their word. Like you're you're better off. Like it would be such a win for that organization to change his mind. Sure. As opposed to like, sure. And, and because the risk to them in my eyes is, is, is pretty small. Like the risk to them is okay. If we can't change his mind, we look like assholes, but we look like assholes anyways. But what if we change his right. mind? Right. right? And, then, and then honestly, it's on him if he underperformed. 
uh, not even on the performance thing, right? Because if Vienna performs, he can he gets to just point to the he he's just the organization sucks and they don't support us and all this other stuff and and left right and the, but the the there's so much equity for them in in trying to change his mind and and trying to turn that around and and making him be like making him get to the can evangelical point about the franchise where it's like no 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 they used to be fuck ups but they're better now sure like i I mean that's yeah that's that's an ideal situation for that for that team for sure like i wouldn't have you know i mean this is like uh uh, joe staley i think went through this like joe staley was going to retire before kyle shanahan showed up and because it was like he had just finished they got rid of harbaugh then he plays two years under jim tom sewell and chip kelly and staley and your boy not joe were are sitting there wondering why am i wasting my time with this fucking team that doesn't want to win and then they go get Kyle Shanahan. It's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> so let's see what this is about. So um, anyway, there's equity in, there's value, I think, in trying to change his mind. And and maybe they see that, maybe they don't. But that would be the two, that would be the, that would be the path I'd, that I would be taking. But what but I, how, I'd run a, I'd run a fucking but, meme page. But how, like, my, my thing is, like, what are they going to tell him? Like, hey, what? This is what our plan is to get you better because we don't have a first or second round pick. I mean, they're a little bit under the salary cap, I think. Like, there's no way for them to get a whole lot better with them. Um, right. And, and the culture of that I team is already. Know, I just don't know how they're going to convince them they're going to get better with them. And you should stay. Yeah, that's a separate. I mean, like, that's. <laughs> whether or not they're capable of pulling it off is. Exactly. Is, uh... that... Talk about culture, like the culture that team's done already. Like there is, there, I don't yeah. think there's less they can do. Yeah, I liked Harmon. when I I liked when it was uh, some uh, prominent veteran, right? Was, and it was like, dude, that's JJ Watt, right? <laughs> like, if you got JJ Watt, just, just say the man's like, name. Yeah, JJ Watt's like the the team guy. Like that's your locker room guy, and he's the one being like, yeah, you should leave, dude. Yeah, you just, I mean. I don't know. You just got to commit to one or the other, I guess. If you're rebuilding, you might as well trade both those guys. (laughs) But we'll never know. We'll find up in the upcoming weeks here. Yeah. It's going to be a quite exciting off season. Everyone should tune in to what we have to say about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in favor of that. There's Mm -hmm. no combine this year, but we got the draft free agency. It should be good. The, The wife's favorite four days of football all year. Just a bunch of 22 year old guys working out can't she can't take her fucking eyes off and she watches it more than i do like, yeah, well, right. I, get it. I get it honey that's canceled Ooh. this year so that senior We're... bowl and pro days are the only thing nfl scouts are gonna see sucks to be her were the children conceived around that time no 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 they were they yeah. were they were in june can't draw that well. no no no, they're both bang those out literally in June. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Whammy. I got a higher completion percentage than than Breeze. I think I'm like on on us actually trying. I'm like, no, maybe not Breeze. I'm like three for five. I think it only took us like five tries to get two kids out of it. two for two for three maybe. It's a great baseball I think I'm like game. Like two for three. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that's a solid day. It's a plate. Phelpsian. Michael Phelpsian. 
Um, all right. Uh, we got anything else? I'm so bummed that the fucking season's over. This is that's like yeah. coming back to it. We ended on such a fucking bummer of a game. Yeah, I will say it definitely has uh, added some normalcy to this bullshit of a year. Just to be able to watch football on Sundays has been pretty cool. And when yeah, made it all the way through. Yeah, all the way through. And nobody died of COVID. Right. In the NFL. I mean, people or, die. Or, yeah. Yeah, a lot. Like Still. a lot, a lot. But like no, well, nobody in the NFL died, which is like. Right. Wouldn't have been unheard of, like, to have a bunch of guys that don't exactly have the healthiest BMI kind of like in close proximity to each other. Like it would like, you know, it's like, even like you get some old ass coaches. You got like it, there was, there was, it, it could have been, it could have been bad. It could have been tragic, but they did a great job. Um, I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad we got through the season. I'm glad everybody's safe. And, and uh, you know, me and Russell Wilson, will just get him next year. Yeah, maybe maybe he goes to the Niners. I'm excited to get Saquon Barkley back back playing, man. I can't wait to see Saquon play again. I'm so excited. Did, did did we see the did we all see the um the back and forth over uh the Nick Chubb versus Saquon squat contest? No, I didn't see that. Doug, did you see that? I saw a little bit. I didn't know there was a back and forth. I just saw uh somebody asked Chubb about it and he said he could probably squat more i think think saquon responded back in fun and it was but like this is the shit that should be happening at the pro bowl right yes yeah that'd be cool squat offs like you know squat squat offs they they should they should bring larry allen out of retirement every single year just to see if he can still knock out 45 repetitions of 225 (laughs) or just watch him bench press a buick because I think he can. I think I, I think he can probably right. still do it. Um, oh, Hall of Fame. Do we have any Hall of Fame thoughts? Uh, Clay Matthews Jr. got robbed. Yeah. He's he's going to have to go to the Veterans Committee now, right? Yeah. He's got better stats than like half or more than half the linebackers in the Hall of Fame already. So that's kind of annoying. He probably could have. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Alan Fanica. I mean, interior offensive lineman. He could have gotten it over him, I thought. Calvin Johnson probably could have waited another year because he retired early. Maybe throw him a penalty a year for retiring too early. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I mean, Peyton, Charles Woodson, sure, yeah. And uh, and John Lynch. Who waited a while. He did He did wait a little bit. And he had a, yeah. he had a very nice career. He did. Yeah. Like a very he was, nice did he was on that was he on that the last Tampa Super Bowl? Yeah. Or was, was he he was okay. Yeah. I, I don't know if that was yeah, I got like my errors mixed up. So, but yeah, so that, that was the all stop lynch. That def- that that defense might end up with four guys in the Hall of Fame. Like, Derek Brooks, Rondé Barber, Warren, Warren Sapp. Sapp. Yeah. Yeah, so Lynch. Lynch, Sap, and um, Brooks are in, and Ronde is Ronde's getting close. And my yeah, favorite, exactly. my new favorite website is the um, Hall of Fame monitor on ProFootballReference.com, which is just fantastic. 
But Rondé Barber is, I mean, like Ty Law's already in the Hall of Fame. John Lynch is in the Hall of Fame. Um, and Rondé's got a better case than, according to this thing, Rondé's got a better case than either of them. Um, Lynch only had two first team All Pros. And who was the other one? I said Ty Law, two first team All Pros. Rondé Barber was a three time first team All Pro. Um, so anyways, Ty Law does have the three rings that helps his case yeah. a little bit, but Leroy Butler, um, he's, he's a name that needs to get in at some point. He's got a, he's a four time first team all pro. Um, yeah. Doug, who are you saying to you? Uh, you've Clay Matthews of- Jr. Former Brownie <clears throat> guard to tackle. Oh, linebacker. Linebacker. I'm thinking the father of Clay Matthews. That was it. Wasn't it was Bruce Matthews that was the lineman. Yes. Yeah, there've been in his he's has two sons that are linemen in the pro that have been NFL linemen. But go look up Clay Matthews, go look up his numbers against Junior Seau, fucking uh, Mike Singletary, whoever other linebacker you that's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Clay Matthews played a long career. He played a lot longer than some of those guys, so that probably helps. But still, he was a bad man. Bad man. The um, they've got a lot of dude. They've got a lot of guys that are coming. Like, yeah, they've got a like there and who's on next year's like who and next year's class is really weak. Does it does it make us feel really old that like the people we watch play football, like as as like teenagers are now in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Does that make you feel old? Yes. Yeah, yeah I mean old. Peyton definitely Peyton Manning. I remember him getting drafted and a lot of big yeah. moments in his career, like there were yesterday. And damn, it's just crazy to think he's been retired for five years already. I mean, the, the Calvin Johnson. Right, that's uh, came one. into the league when Brady was in his like his third year, had a full career, and got elected to the Hall of Fame, and Brady was still playing. Yeah, full career. I don't know. I'm kind of pissed. Calvin Johnson retired early. Yeah, he did retire early. But uh, to your point, Nate, there's there, uh, not Joe. Sorry, there's so many of those uh, stories like that that Tom Brady's still there. Like, I mean, there's there's a dozen stories like that that are holy shit. Tom Brady's been in the league for a long time. The um the one the the guy that my Clay Matthews is Roger Craig, Roger like, the running back. Yeah, that you know, first running back to have a thousand yard receiving season, right? Yep, three Super Bowl titles, four Pro Bowls. Thousand, the first receiver to go a thousand thousand, like and, you know, Bettis is in, like. Larry Zonka's in. Like, Put a saddle on that hoss. <laughs> the, um, um, God, do you know how many times my brothers fucking said that to me? <laughs> um, my boy Joe Thomas is coming up here. He, he could be a first ballot guy. He's got to be pretty dumb, right? Yeah, I mean, they've got him as the number six highest Hall of Fame score ever. Who's oh, that? Uh, Joe Thomas. Oh, okay. 
So, yeah, he was a uh, that was my guy. Brian have to make a trip home to watch that one. Bryant Bryant Young would be uh, um, the other Niner that I'm I'm very passionate about him getting in. But the problem is, is that he would, according to this, he would basically be the worst defensive tackle to make the Hall of Fame, which is crazy because he was so good. Mm-hmm. But just Golden didn't. Domer, that too, yeah. Um. But the, I mean, like the, the wide receiver category would have been nice to see Reggie Wayne go in with Peyton, but I get it. Yeah, they're not going to get two guys in from the same team like that. I don't think. Tory Holt needs to be in. Is Steve Smith's come up? Antonio. Okay, here's a, here's a question: Is Antonio Brown a Hall of Famer? No. I'm done with my answer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can. I don't know if if I don't think I'm educated enough on his on his stack card. Well, I mean, he got he was on the, his rookie year. He won a Super Bowl with the Steelers, but no, he didn't. I he I, I screwed that up. They lost that Super Bowl. This was his first ring. Yeah. So I mean, no, he was only really good for a couple of years, wasn't he? No. He didn't. They didn't win one. Like he only had like one catch in that game, right? Yeah. No, he didn't. They didn't win that game. Okay. Good. Um, Fuck those guys. So he has – so <laughs> Antonio Brown has the same number of first-team All-Pros as Randy Moss. He has more Pro Bowls. He's got more first-team All-Pro than any receiver except for Del Schaffner, who I've never heard of because he played until played in the 50s. Seven. Um, so the 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 list of the list of guys with more than four first team All Pro selections at wide receiver, Jerry Rice with ten, Lance Allworth with six, Terrell Owens with five, and then it's Randy Moss and Antonio Brown with four. Is that an important category though? How many times someone was an All Pro? Well, it's like it's it's different than the Pro Bowl because they only select two wide receivers every year. So it's yeah. like. It's you when you're if you're a wide receiver and you get an all pro selection, the first team all pro selection, you are they are saying you were the you are a top two wide receiver that year, right? Like that's that's a stretch that, like, I mean, it's like again, four is there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and Cordero Patterson doesn't count because he's making it as a fucking uh kick return special teamer. Yeah, so there's seven guys. <sighs> Sorry, only there's only three guys that have played since the merger that have done that, and Antonio Brown's the fourth. Where is he in touchdowns, receptions, and yards? Um, is he top ten? He's at seventy. Well, I mean, like two good, two. I'd say three more good seasons he'll get to 100 touchdowns which would put him with tim brown um in terms of yards in terms of yards he's above the average hall of famer in so here's here's the average hall of famers numbers uh at wide receiver um two first team all pro six pro bowls he's four and seven um 11,638 yards. He is 11,746. 
the average Hall of Famer has 90 touchdowns. He's got 79. Like, yeah, so, I mean, his numbers are there, and he's still playing. At worst, at worst, he's an average Hall of Famer. But, I mean, it's like he's 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 got an argument yeah. for top 10 all time. He's a dickhead, though, too. That's a factor. He's such, such a dickhead. Hey, how they, about um, – They made Terrell Chad. Owens wait. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's getting in first time. I think I think making Terrell Owens wait is a fucking travesty. And I he's the only jersey I've ever thrown in the trash. Um, <laughs> and making him wait is a fucking travesty. That's 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 all I've got there. Trevor, you were going to say something. Chad Johnson, and the only reason I'm asking this is because when he wore that fucking Hall of Fame jacket, right on the sideline. And being like, right. what big of a clown is this guy? Is he even in a conversation with all of him? Um, no. Right. Oh, um, Cinco. He's he's in. So let me give you the guys that are near him. He's he's better than. <clears throat> let's see. Let me. Okay, so Rod Smith is a couple people ahead of him. Sterling Sharp is a couple people ahead of him. Irving Fryer. Derek Mason, like he's, he's, he's an, he's a ticket taker at the hall of fame. Like you're allowed on the premises, but you don't get, yeah, you don't get a bus. He's a greeter. Okay. <clears throat> Julian Edelman. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. Eli Manning. Larry Fitz. He'll be in there pretty soon. He, uh, if he retires the show, he's a first ballot guy, I think. He will, I mean, but like, uh, mm, mm, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he's been a fucking yeah. tight end for 10 years. I don't understand why this is, anyways. He's just, he's, he's, he's just hung around a while. He has not been. How, how old is Larry Fitzgerald? 37. 38 really? something like that wow he's he's our age jesus i mean yeah i guess i do remember at pit he was a savage at pit yeah he was he is uh yeah he's born in 83 august 31st 83 well, yeah oh, damn. i always I, I always remember being like this guy should have been uh he should have been on notre dame with the last name Fitzgerald, and wanting him there I mean, he was great until he turned 29. So, yeah, until he turned 29, he was great. Nice hands, Larry. Larry. (sighs) This was maybe we'll do this. uh, We'll, we'll, we'll have to start doing some segments with the, uh, with the followers. I'll be like, hey, send in your, uh, send in your questions and the three of us will debate the hall of fameness or the worthiness of uh of uh certain players through the off season we all agree that eli is a shoe-in though right uh, i think eli's a, in the in the hall of fame with his two super bowls yep i do too i mean anytime you can put a guy in there who's got a fucking 500 record that's cool um, Eli Manning is close. So according to this, Eli Manning is closer to Joe Namath and Ken Stabler. And there's guys worse than him in the hall of fame, like Troy Aikman and Jim Kelly. So yes, Eli's going to get in, but I mean, everybody's just dripping off Tom Brady's cock. The guys beat him twice. So put him in the hall of fame. Right. 
Yeah. Was that the like, other? Was that the other meme that was uh, without rate? Um, without the hero, without the heroes one, without these three guys, Tom Brady would have ten Super Bowls. Yeah. And then yeah. the the other one, which was fantastic. I don't know if it was you, but it was Eli in a Chiefs jersey. It's like this is this is how you beat Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, and um, somebody dug up Nick Foles on the Chiefs. Um, yeah, Nick Foles yeah. was actually on the Chiefs. Coming up, yeah. This is at halftime. Yeah. Um. Anyways, all right. Well, I, I've also I have uh, I've I've now I was uh, ignorant to it a couple podcasts ago, but I've now seen some of the um Mahomes fiance and brother tweets and things and. They're terrible. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, that's bad. His brother's awful. I would okay. So I was listen, I was about to put something out. I was trying to figure out a way to word it. And then I decided it was going to work well for the podcast. And I'm glad you brought it up, Doug, because I just have to say this. I don't know anything about Jimmy G's mother, father, brothers, sisters, anybody's fiance. Nobody. I know nothing about him. And I'm okay with that. How is Jimmy she? G's banging porn stars, right? Isn't that his thing? That was uh, he did that like one time. That's that you cool. Know of. That's fine. One time that it got out. <laughs> Get it, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm mad at him. Yeah, Be it's a like fuck. Yeah, all these fucking, all these fucking haters being like, "Oh, he's banging a porn star." So, uh, uh, and <laughs> uh-huh. dude, there was a there was a Notre Dame football player banging a porn star like five or six years ago. Same got, one, huh? I believe it was Lisa Ann. I believe it's the same porn star. Oh, no, no. This one was, was different. It was not Lisa Ann that was with Jimmy. Yeah. But that Diff- was a that different, was the one a different the milk. Well, good, good, good for him. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I, why Jimmy, would you... Jimmy G was an NFL quarterback. This, our guy was like a third string running back. <laughs> why, why would you, why would you go the amateur route when there's a professional right there? Exactly. Right? Uh, she's been through training uh, this is she has practiced you're just this is your these other right. chicks it's just their hobby this this girl's like this, for this a girl. living she right. is a decorated vet surround yeah. yourself with successful people right you're the average you're the average of the five porn stars yeah so i think that's the quote right you're the you're the average of the five porn stars you last banged yeah god the back end of this podcast got weird yeah, it did. A little bit. Good segue. Is that a good segue into Hockey Corner? It is. I, you know, so. I had somebody reach out to me, and Trevor, we might have some theme music coming for you here shortly. Sweet. Let's do it, man. I'm okay. Stoked. So uh, without further ado, Trevor's Hockey Corner. Trevor, take it away. All right. Stanley Cup champion. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network.
Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.